Hello, hello. It is um, Friday, December 8th. This is our Unwrapping the Gift of Christmas Advent series. And we continue to look at Emmanuel, God with us. What does this name mean? Who is Emmanuel? Why do we want to focus so much on this theme? And I am, I have worked on this today. I've been thinking about what to share on the podcast tonight, you know, what kind of um, track I want to go on. And I decided to break down the name Emmanuel as an acronym so that we could look at, you know, what are the different aspects of this name. And I hope that this will be a blessing to you. Uh, I've enjoyed doing it. So let's, um, let's get into that. So, you know, we really want to celebrate Emmanuel. We want to celebrate Jesus. I think it would have been easier for me to do an acronym with uh, the name Jesus, much fewer letters. Uh, but we're going to do the name Emmanuel. I know you could spell it with an E or you could spell it with an I. I've chosen to spell it with an I. So I-M-M-A-N-U-E-L. And I just want to go through every part of this name just so that you know it's not just that christmas becomes christmas and it's all about the gifts and what we can get from god or what we can get from our family what we can get from our friends but rather that we can be filled with this expectation of what god wants to do in our lives and i just want to help you to stop the rushing around and the frantic preparation you know for this whether you're having family over or whether your business is getting to that point of the year where you're trying to rush things uh, but let's just take a moment to meditate on jesus christ our lord and savior because he is already here among us he is god with us jesus our emmanuel he is with us so let's um let's look at this name emmanuel if we look at the first letter i i wanted to think about intentionality it is we need to be i need to be um intentional about looking for Emmanuel in my life, looking for Jesus in my life. I need to be intentional about filling my life with that expectation of everything that God wants to do in and through my life. You know, I want to have that anticipation of Anna and Simeon when they first laid eyes on the infant Jesus and that, you know, I think they said, Simeon said, like, now I can go like now i can retire now i can rest now i can go and meet god because i have met jesus that prophecy has been fulfilled and so how can we be intentional about emmanuel in our lives that's spending time with him in um you know daily meditation or quiet time or i particularly love to be aware of it in like nature when i'm walking outside when we take our daily walks I, I'm intentional about bringing God into that space. So what is something that you can do that intentionally brings you to this person, Emmanuel, that intentionally brings you to God is with us and slowing down in that moment? Um, the next letter is M, the first of two M's. And the one I thought of here was mercy. You know, <clears throat> Emmanuel is God's great gift of mercy. Uh, we 
we would not be who we are today if it wasn't through this gift of mercy, through Jesus's birth, through his life, his death, and obviously his resurrection. I no longer live as a condemned person, but I'm one who has been fully forgiven <laughs> where my salvation is, hallelujah, <laughs> and redeemed. How thankful I am for the sacrifice that Jesus made so that I can live in freedom and victory every single day of my life on this earth. God's mercy, the mercy that came to me through Emmanuel. Romans 8 tells us that there is no condemnation now for those who are in Christ. We no longer have to be afraid of our future. We no longer have to be unsure of our eternity. We can stand confidently and boldly before the throne of God because of the mercy that he bestowed on us. The second M is mindfulness. I want to be intensely aware of Emmanuel's presence in each and every moment. You know, as a parent in today's day and age with phones, cell phones and computers, I have to be extremely mindful to put down my phone when one of my children is talking to me. I do not always get this right, like I'll be honest with you, but I've made it in such a way that if someone talks to me, my phone goes down and I look at them in the eye. I have that mindfulness. I want them to show that my that their presence is important to me, that that conversation is important to me. And so I want that same sense of nearness with God at all times and in every circumstance. I know that some people would think, oh, you know, you're making everything so spiritual, but I want to. I want to have a mindfulness that God is in every aspect of what I do, whether it's my parenting, whether it's um, my conversations with clients, whether it's going to the grocery store and the interactions that I have at the grocery store. I need to have that mindfulness of Emmanuel, God with us. He's not with me only in my house. He's with me wherever I go. He's with me in every business decision I make, every financial decision I make, every um, prayer decision I make, you know, I, I need to have that mindfulness. And the way that I think of this is that if I can have that mindfulness of God with me, then my ears can be attentive to hearing his voice so that I don't fall for the lies of the enemy who wants nothing better than to distract me or cause me to fall into sin. So if I can have my eyes fixed on him, that's what it says in Hebrews 12, it's like fixing our eyes on Jesus who is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Help me have that mindfulness, God, so that I can hear your voice. I know you're present in all of these situations. And when things happen, because of my mindfulness, because of my awareness of you in my life, it's so easy for me to draw on your word and to draw on the truth rather than falling into the lies. The A that comes next for me is adoration or awe. So I want to be in a position where my heart longs for everything to do with God. <laughs> I want to be in a place where, you know, I give praise and honor and glory and offer up my whole self as a living sacrifice. So um, you may or may not know this about me, but I pretty much spend the day singing. <laughs> I have music on, I'm singing, and more often than not, now I'm not holy or anything like that, but 
I really prefer to have my praise and worship music on. It's, I'll be honest, there are times I throw on some oldies at this time, or you know, oldies nowadays for me, like this is the 80s or 90s, I'd consider oldies. But yes, yeah, so there are times when I sing um, other songs, but when I really want to sing and get into a good space, I have my praise and worship playlist. Sometimes it's old hymns. Um, oh, my favorite is to sing How Great Thou Art. Oh, if I could just belt that out. It does something to my soul. Belting out the song How Great Thou Art in adoration and awe of God because His is the mighty power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Everything in heaven and earth is His and this is His kingdom. And I want to be able to adore Him in everything that I do. I want Him to be, I want to be able to adore Him when I'm outside noticing nature, uh, when I'm doing stuff with my children and I just sit and think, God, Thank you so much for my children. Um, you have created them. You gave them to me. Or thank you for my husband. Or thank you for the opportunities that I have. He is the one that has created these opportunities. And so I want to spend that time in adoration and awe. The next letter is N. And this one is um, particularly personal for us. And it, that is nations. You know, the Bible tells us that... Um, he will give us the nations and but more importantly than that Emmanuel is the king of kings he rules over all the nations of the earth and so it's twofold for me it's like God I want to impact the nations for you so I want to bring your name your goodness your glory to the nations to as many people as I possibly can and then at the same time ah I want these nations to bow to you. I want every knee to be able to bow and know you as Lord and King. Um, because God came for every single person. Jesus came for every single person on this earth. And Psalm 2 says that the earth is his excuse me, the earth is his inheritance. Every nation on this planet. And I've been commissioned to be a conduit for his gospel to go throughout the nations. God, I want you to use me for your purposes to seek and save those who are lost and without hope so that I can be part of fulfilling God's promise to you, Lord Jesus. There's a song in the Salvation Army by General uh, Gowans and General Lassen, and it says, they shall come from the east, they shall come from the west and sit down in the kingdom of God. Both the rich and the poor, the despised, the distressed, they'll sit down in the kingdom of God. This story that we have at this time of year is for every nation. This baby that came is for every nation, the east, the west, the north, the south, the rich, the poor, the despised, the distressed. It doesn't matter who they are, they are destined to hear this beautiful promise of God's mercy, of his hope, this Emmanuel God with us, if we could take him to the nations. Can you imagine how different some of the nations of our world would be right now if we think about the distress and the pain that they are in, if they knew about Jesus and how that could change them? The next letter is the letter U, and this is for understanding. And over the past month, my husband and I have been 
sharing or studying the book of Proverbs. So every day we read a chapter together and discuss it, usually on our walk when we're out walking. But um, we've been going through the book of Proverbs because we really wanted to grow in our understanding and our knowledge of God. And oh my goodness, I hope that my prayer for you is that you long for an even deeper understanding of all that God is in your life. I really pray that you learn how to dig more deeply into His Word. This is back to that intentionality and the mindfulness and understanding the mercy and this adoration and awe. If we can get into this place of understanding, all these other things will fall into place. You know, um, um, my prayer is that you will be able to fully grasp the love of the Father for you, that you have a greater awareness, that your character would be molded towards His character, um, that the Holy Spirit would grow in your life so that you can be molded and shaped for His purposes. Proverbs 2 says that we call out for in insight and cry aloud for understanding and then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Verse 9 says, then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. That means that we'll have no need to worry <laughs> because we'll understand His plans and His purposes. We may not get everything but we'll have a deep peaceful understanding. It also says that understanding will guide you. So the more we long for understanding of God, the more we dig into these things, the more we will be guarded, the more we will not have to have any fear, the more knowledge we will have and we'll know what is right and just and fair. And in this world, oh my goodness, it's so confusing. There are so many different ways of thinking and doing things and you know like so many voices shouting out at us and it can be so confusing but the more we seek God's understanding we will be able to determine this is what the Bible promises us we'll be able to determine what is right and just and fair so I hope tonight that you will begin to seek God's understanding the second last letter is E. This is for eternity. And honestly, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Emmanuel has come so that we can have eternity. The Bible tells us that he has set eternity in our heart. And I know that you know that. But, you know, we need to be conscious of the fact that there are so many people that don't know what is happening for them in eternity. My son was just away um, on a school trip and he came home and he said, Mommy, my school needs Jesus. And he was sharing just how, you know, so many of his classmates are joking about things that could seriously impact where they spend eternity and they don't know what eternity means. And he was heartbroken by this idea and he said to me, you know, they think they're just living this life for fun, but they don't realize that what they do in this life determines their eternity. And for this young man to have already grasped the, uh, the bigness, the hugeness, the importance of eternity, and not just his own eternity, because we could just care about ourselves, but he has this heart for the ones that are around him. And he's like, how can they not see? How do I help them to see? How do I show them that this is just a spot, a drop in the ocean for our eternity? And how do I help them 
choose the right eternity for themselves. God, we pray that your kingdom would come and that your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven so that our friends, our family members, the ones around us, that they would choose you for eternity, that they wouldn't just choose this now and here life just for fun, uh, just for getting ahead, just for getting money, just for whatever it is that is self-satisfying, but that they would know that there is an eternity and that Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus came to give us the gift of eternity. And lastly, the one that fuels all of this is love. So Emmanuel, you are the gift of love sent from God. Jesus is God's greatest gift of love. Um, and he says that the greatest commandments is to love God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and to love others as we love ourselves. And this is, this is a challenge every single day. How do I love others? The way I love myself, you know, and right now it feels like the world is only talking about love yourself, <laughs> self-care, take care of yourself. And these are not bad things. Please don't misunderstand me. But the greatest commandment is to love God and to love others, to love God and to love others. And I pray that this will be a continual reality in our lives as long as we draw breath here on earth, that we would fully comprehend the love that the Father has for us. I think if we truly understood His love, we wouldn't struggle with self-doubt. We wouldn't struggle with, um, do I give to this person? Do I give to that person? Do I forgive this person? Do I forgive that person? Because we've been forgiven of much. You know, if we were to truly understand His love, we would know that there is no greater love <laughs> than someone lay down his life for his friends. And that is what Jesus did for us. And the Bible also tells us that we, we love because he first loved us. So we don't even know how to love until we found his love. Um, that he, it was his love that has driven us to be able to love. But God is gracious. He's merciful. He's slow to anger. He is abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Steadfast, it doesn't move, it doesn't change, it doesn't get beaten about by the winds of the day or you know whatever the mood is, but he is abounding in this love that is immovable um, and faithful. It doesn't cheat, it doesn't lie, it doesn't change its mind, it is 100% faithful. So my friends, that is me just breaking down the name Emmanuel, God with us. And I pray that it's been a blessing for you. If you want to hear it again, I'll be happy to send it to you. I'll just shoot me an email and I will send it to you. But be blessed today. Draw near to this Emmanuel, God with us, and he will most definitely draw near to you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you tomorrow.